0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Oliphant's Motorcycle Club. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. Uh, With me, as always, is our co-host, Drew. Drew, how you doing?
1: Pretty good. Happy to be here today.
0: Oh, yeah. We got some, speaking of who's on the pod, we got some special guests today. We got a two-for-one deal for all you couponing Oliphant's Motorcycle (laughs) Club fans. We've got Melody back, who was on episode three, uh, the lost tapes, as I believe Drew is calling it. <laughs> but Melody, how you doing this week?
2: I'm good. Glad to be back.
0: And you're uh, you're actually off for a couple of days from work, right? Yes. Yay. Yeah, yeah Melody. Nice. What? How many hours would you say you commute per week?
2: Um, I would say I commute at least like minimum three hours every day. <laughs> um, yeah. No good. And most weeks, I would say I work an average of um, four and a half days a week. So by that, we'll say probably about 14 hours I spend in the car a week.
0: That was some quick math. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it's it's nice having you around significantly more often.
1: Yeah, glad to be around. Oh, yeah,
0: (laughs) especially for this special episode and folks
1: straight out of millageville straight
0: out of (laughs) georgia college we've got adrian free adrian how you doing
3: (laughs) good y'all how's it going uh my name is Adrian Free, known Drew, Matthew, and Molly. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> known these goons since high school. Uh, moved away from them <laughs> to get away, but they drugged me back here for a podcast, oh, presumably. They drugged you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drugged me here. <laughs>
0: well, Adrian, you're... So what exactly is it that you study?
3: Um, I'm majoring in environmental sciences, and I have a minor in biology and geology. But I graduate in about three weeks, so hopefully it'll all be over soon. So you're probably a lot better at math than me. Sadly, I tried (laughs) to stay away from math as much as I could, but it persistently showed up um, in the most unexpected places. You will not believe how much physics and calculus is in hydrogeology. Yeah, I'll take your word for it, because I don't don't care to look into it.
0: Yeah, that's honestly... So I studied political science in college, and... Basically, if you want to do research, you have to be a statistician. Like it's all least squared regressions That's it's a, like
1: a lot of linguistics. Too, yeah, like not all of it, which is the, if I were to study more linguistics, I would I definitely would avoid that as much as possible.
0: Will someone think of the liberal arts majors, <laughs> "We don't want to do math. Why do you think we're studying this?" <laughs> we're super glad to have Melody and Adrian on the pod today quadruple host episode. This is pretty unprecedented for us. (laughs) Um, But since we've got such an expert in the natural world, those of you who were around for Melody's episode, episode three, might remember we started a segment called Talking Points, uh, where we basically just pick a topic and write down a bunch of stuff that comes to our mind about it. And then we just give our hot takes. And this week we're going to be doing a segment of Talking Points but just on nature, broadly speaking, so myself, Drew, Adrian, and Melody all kind of came up with a list of some things related to nature, and we're just going to see where this takes us. Hey, it might get a little freaky. We're okay with that. <laughs> but Adrian, since you're the special guest of the episode today, uh, I'll give you uh, first dibs on the natural topic of your choice. your choice.
3: No problem. Uh honestly I kinda of wanna start it out <laughs> Wait, can we just real quick
0: we're keeping this in, Adrian? You sound like you're putting on your teacher voice. I
3: am. I'm about to teach y'all a lesson about cloacas. Oh, <laughs> you never said, mind. Keep the formality. Keep, <laughs> yeah. keep the keep the
0: formality, baby.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I might need to. No, uh, you said you want to get freaky. We'll get freaky real quick. um <laughs> Birds. Uh, what about them? <laughs> so They're they freaky. You uh, ever seen uh, them? They have a something called a cloaca, and basically, um you know how we have. Many holes for many different functions. Don't I know it? Um, Birds (laughs) kind of my
1: talking points
3: about (laughs) (laughs) birds actually kind of utilize just one hole. Um, And that's why when you see bird poop, it's just kind of white and uh, that black stuff. It's actually (laughs) the pee and poop all in one. um, I had a lizard
1: that had the same sort of situation.
3: (laughs) Lizards also um, have cloacas, snakes as well. Um, Lots of uh, the animal kingdom (laughs) utilize
1: cloacas. (laughs) Sort of the Swiss army knife of holes, you're saying? Oh, absolutely,
3: absolutely. I think this is
2: the future... I
0: think <laughs> the future of holes. Yeah, This the future is of this holes. is Biden's America. <laughs> nationalization of cloacas.
3: Yeah, if you're uh, watching the movie Holes closely, the subtext oh. was actually about cloaca. Interesting.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um I didn't pick up on that. That was a that's pretty subtle. Yeah. But if you listen to the uh the director's cut, I'm assuming with a commentary, <laughs> um, you really gain some insight into not only Stanley Yelnats Holes, but also, Chloe.
3: <laughs> See, I saw the director's uncut, so I'm not familiar. Oh, with this okay. right, 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 right.
0: <laughs> hey, we've all been there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Chloe I'm oh. gonna be honest. I could take her to leave
4: it.
3: <laughs> take it well you know what can't take it or leave it other birds because that's actually how they reproduce as yeah, well take it to the bank maybe oh the spank bank honestly <laughs> well
0: uh, so uh we'll, we'll cut that don't worry AJ.
3: <laughs> no so um you know birds they're really energy efficient they don't want to you know spend a whole lot of time dicking around most of the time so sometimes they'll do something called a cloacal kiss which is where mm. they'll like be flying mid-air and um the two birds will actually bump cloacas and the male will kind of shoot sperm just right up that one Swiss We're army hole. <laughs> this,
1: this week, apparently, y'all. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I, I, I,
3: you know, nature gets a little freaky sometimes. Yeah, I, I just wanted to jump right into it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing is off limits uh, in Ollie motorcycle club. That's, that's right, sure. folks. Heard it here first about cloacal kiss. Y'all may,
0: y'all may have noticed that I think, hey, I think we should just acknowledge it on the show. Go ahead and get out in front of it. We may have inadvertently come up with the tagline you don't like it, let us know. We, we, we're we open to changing it, but we're kind of thinking Oliphant's Motorcycle Club, where we talk about Lord of the Rings and whatever the hell. Uh, so,
1: Kiss definitely qualifies oh, yeah. for whatever the hell. That is exactly I where I was so. heading. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, if, if your podcast needs require one hyper-specific <laughs> entertainment property and pretty much everything else, <laughs> you've come to the right place, folks. <laughs> I, for one, definitely, that is the kind of podcast I like when I listen to podcasts. Like, yeah. I don't want to necessarily know what's coming, but I want to have a good idea of how it will be structured when it gets yeah. there. And we we aim to provide that to you, all of our lovely listeners. We're, pro- we're
1: providing a lot of structure. Right speaking, of with, <laughs> speaking, speaking, of listeners,
0: speaking of listeners, and we can cut this if this is a little too inside baseball, but what are we gonna call our listeners, all six of them? <laughs> I think Choadsters might be taken by Cody and Noel. Yeah, that's
1: true. We do we? So would they just be members of the Aliphons Motor Club with us, Motorcycle Club? With I think us? so.
0: Uh, we'll we'll probably. You know what? we we'll
1: there, there could be a more specific name as well.
0: We'll table this discussion until we've named the Patreon tiers. How's that sound? Nice. Oh yeah, and don't you worry, folks. In every Patreon subscription, starting at the fifty cent tier, um, you'll be getting audio stems from all the episodes, so you can remix, um, <laughs> me and Drew's voices. Um, look for us in upcoming Taylor Swift album releases. Um, <laughs> we're we're good friends with bon Iver, and uh, he's gonna take some of our samples and
2: uh. Yeah, I know. think the only thing from this that would possibly get sampled is the cloacal
4: kiss <laughs> discussion. <laughs> hey,
0: well you know what that melody. Thank you for getting us back on track. <laughs> um, we need to talk some nature, folks. It can't all be podcast uh, business decisions. <laughs> so... um any outstanding thoughts on uh, cloacal kisses before we uh move on to to our next talking
3: point?
2: <laughs> this kind of leads me into one of my um, Oh yeah.
3: Melody hit hit, hit notes
2: the people. that I had <laughs> Cloacas um, also
3: often lead people to new places. <laughs> hey.
4: <laughs> Preach, brother.
2: Not necessarily directly related, but um something that I had written down to talk about was um basically a question of asking you guys what is like the most intense or extreme like thing in nature that you have witnessed? I'm not sure if Adrian, you've seen a Cloacal Kiss occur, <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking: has anybody seen any geysers? Has anybody seen any like record holding mountains? Where are we? Mm,
1: okay. Where are we at with this? I've been to the biggest uh, waterfall in South America. That's pretty wild. Faz do Iguaçu, which is. um, I was entering the falls through Brazil.
0: As far as stuff that I've seen, so I went on a study abroad when I was in college to like northern Italy. And like on one of the weekend trips that we took, we were in Switzerland. And I got to see like not just like an avalanche, but a big ass (laughs) avalanche happen (laughs) on like one of the mountains outside of. I think the town was called Grindelwald. Um, <laughs> I know, because dang Swiss is just love J.K. Rowling.
1: Yeah, it her might later work in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially like her
0: like revisionist takes. <laughs> but it was it was wild, and I think it was because like we weren't trying to be loud, but we were kind of like calling out to one another. you were yelling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, really trying to like work work on my like uh, octave jumps. And, um, <laughs> but Maybe
1: one of those big old dogs with the barrel um, full of whiskey down. on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, God. Do they really just carry
2: around hot chocolate around their neck? Melody, it is I not it was hot whiskey. chocolate.
0: It's whiskey. We Melody and I have had this.
2: <laughs> I
0: kid y'all not. Melody and I have had this conversation war times i think that
2: I, I have a memory of watching like an old mickey mouse cartoon <laughs> early Which in my sense. age yeah. where it was like they rescued like donald duck with a hot chocolate <laughs> but i think that they just had to censor it i guess but in my mind it will always be hot chocolate it had like the
0: the three x's on the barrel and
2: it's <laughs> no it had like like a smiley mug on it <laughs>
1: Oh, Listener, goodness. if you know what uh, Melody may have re- be remembering this from, uh, write in the comments below, and we'll.
0: It could be a dream um, that <laughs> routinely happens with her, which, where she'll swear by something. So uh, no pressure. <laughs> I won't
2: fight on that. That's that's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: we oh, we love you all the more for it. So I think, as far as like extreme natural occurrences go, that's about as good as I can give you. Um, I've almost been struck by lightning before, like within within a 10-foot radius of a tree that got hit. Like, I guess that counts.
3: Damn. Um, Shut up. When was this?
0: <laughs> this was, I think I was in middle school, and I was in uh, Boy Scouts, and we went on a camping trip to a lake where we were all camping on the edge of a forest. And so... There just wasn't anything in that wide expanse for it to hit, so naturally, like trees, and then us right in front of the trees and tents, and like with with tent poles and everything. So in hindsight, like it probably was not as safe as it could have been, but we didn't know the weather was going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go to sleep. You know, it's, it's just lake effect. Yeah, it's just it's just drizzling, and you know we all kind of go to sleep middle of the night, like probably two thirty a.m. the brightest flash i've ever seen in my life like it seriously looked like someone switched on a light and then it sounded like a bomb went off and i that's probably the most terrified i've ever been in my life i ran barefoot through mud and just got in my dad's truck and everyone (laughs) else did the same thing like we didn't stop to get our stuff or even zip our tents we were that scared that's crazy it was wild but yeah, so those are my two.
3: Nice. That's good good two. Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> you don't you. mind a one-minute tangent on how to avoid getting struck by lightning. Hit us. Uh, please. I'll hit you with lightning. Um, <laughs> no. Call, call, yeah, I was so, about to say, call my man, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. uh, step one, get hit. Like, if it's coming, it's coming. Like, there's not much shit you can do. <laughs> this is Plus, terrible advice presented. so far. Like, well, I mean, for real, though. Like, if you're in a lightning storm in the middle of nowhere, like, you know... You've already kind of screwed the pooch, but, um, like if you're in a big field, you know, and there's one big tree, get away from that tree. You want to get away from anything that's super high up. Um, and basically, you know, if you're just in a huge place alone by yourself, you want to get yourself as compressed as you can to the ground. So basically like, you know, squat in position, like how they, you know, like a squatty potty. Imagine there's one underneath you and just squat as low as you can, but keep your feet planted to the ground. Yeah. Basically oh, so what I like lay on your stomach yeah no you do not want to lay on your stomach because oh. what that does basically is it allows the lightning to get through your body as quickly as possible and straight into the ground when you like kind of lay out or just running and flailing around you have way more surface area to like for the lightning to ping around and whatnot. yeah like I don't know the exact science of it yeah but, but uh, it's just like it's oh. instead
0: of just like coursing through you. Yeah,
3: exactly. And oh another thing, if you're running around rampant in a field with th- like three other um idiots who are out in a lightning storm, <laughs> stay away from Wait, them. Adrian,
0: how often has this happened to you? It sounds like you're in a lot of lightning storms. <laughs> a few times, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, like this is really good advice and helpful to know. Like I knew the broad strokes, but my natural inclination would be I think what my mind jumps to is what to do in a tornado, like mm. get in a ditch and lay down flat. Yeah. Um so I would have absolutely laid down flat in a lightning storm unless you had told me that. So Yeah, no, that's hey, definitely something to go into. But H- um, H- however, I would have very... to never
1: found myself in this situation. Yeah, I was about <laughs> yes, to say seriously. I very rarely,
0: if ever, have found myself in a position where I needed to be worried about like imminent danger. Other well, I just gave an example where <laughs> no. I was. But other than that one time, I think I've largely avoided lightning strikes in my life.
3: Yes. Um Thankfully I have too. I actually know someone whose relative died from a lightning strike though, which is kind oh, of insane it. to me. My
1: uh, great grandmother on my mom's dad's side was struck by lightning. That's it's gonna insane. be
0: as as soon as enough white people get cancelled in Georgia, <laughs> the new I'm one sixty fourth Cherokee is gonna be my like <laughs> the the closeness of the relative that got struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Well, I got struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have like stolen lightning strike ballad oh my god it's gonna be great
3: (laughs) um yeah i guess my last tip for not getting struck by lightning though is if you do happen to be in a crowd you do want to sparse yourself out because Mm -hmm. there's like a phenomenon that can happen when the lightning strikes you like chain lightning yeah exactly like chain lightning um it'll actually have offshoots that can like go from person to person so even if you're not the person who directly got hit by lightning if you're standing close enough next to that person you can also be electrified
1: it makes sense that like uh because that probably happened in like ancient greece a few times and that probably informed people's uh underlying assumption that like oh, there's somebody, like, doing this. Yeah. And they're, like, pissed at this group of people right now. <laughs> Turned into
0: a bunch of dang Van de Graaff generators. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even know about those yet. <laughs> or what are those called, Tesla coils? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking of two different things. Hey, I'm not a science guy. That's why we got Adrian on. <laughs> um, I'm
3: not a physicist, so we'll stay away from that. <laughs> um,
0: so did anybody else have, like, a crazy natural occurrence that they witnessed? That was a good question, by the way, Melody. Yeah,
3: is a you. good question. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'll say this is a little nerdy and just kind of bear trendy, with us, folks. But <laughs> bear, bear with me. Y'all
0: ever heard of Star Trek?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, I, I live in Millersville right now for college, and um, I had seen these like little goofy plants all the time like for years they're just one little leaf that sticks out of the <laughs> ground it's the dumbest looking thing ever and um i took a Is class grass, called
1: adrian no it's not grass. <laughs> although sadly
3: i do have a trail guide on grasses sedges and rushes so i am mm-hmm. a nerd um <laughs> so like whenever the sororities come out yes yes rushes, rushes i can I, I can id them um based on yeah. their cheers hoots, sigma nu <laughs> kappa delta <laughs> yeah
4: oh Jesus um,
3: oh jeez no but uh yeah these tiny little one leaf little goofballs that I've seen for like two years straight I just happened to walk into the woods like the week that they were blooming turns out it's a beautiful orchid and it was just a oh. whole field full of them and it's just this super um beautiful thing like it hasn't obligate uh bee pollinator I, I believe which means like basically that bee like only searches out that one flower i mean it's oh, just wow. so crazy how like specialized you know something can be just in your backyard and you never know it for years
0: so what you're saying is there are bee simps
3: there are bee simps <laughs> yeah there's lots of them these uh, uh, are actually barry very b benson known. for yeah. one <laughs> yeah. you know, with humans like that <laughs> yeah. can we also was bee, was the bee movie
0: also formative for any of y'all
2: yeah I've never seen Sexuality-wise? <laughs> okay. What's his name? Uh, oh, God, I the wasn't guy. allowed to watch it
3: when it came out <laughs> because wrong. my
2: That's mom, mom a thought a it was decision. so weird. <laughs> it is weird.
3: Yeah, I... <laughs> Very strong uh, hymenophilia vibes. Being attracted to bees, wasps, mm-hmm. and ants.
4: Interesting. Oh. Whoops?
1: <laughs> we might need to bleep that. We don't talk about ants on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um,
0: Alright, we're back. Sorry, folks. I'm probably gonna leave that in and just bleep it. But um we don't necessarily wanna I uh, have people knocking dead the, the thought police knocking down our doors. Don't <laughs> <laughs> drag oh, us no. off to room 101 for <laughs> saying WAP.
3: Speaking of uh, the, the stallion, <laughs> I'm graduating at the same time as her and just like to clear that air out. Um, shout out to my queen Megan the stallion. Is she going graduating. to Georgia college? No, she's not going to she's Georgia college. She's going to college. be on the show next week. She's going somewhere in uh, Texas and she will be on the oh. show next week after her graduation tour.
1: Yeah we're the first stop on the tour yes yes
0: (laughs) oh us and megan we go way back you know
1: (laughs) parody (laughs) you know people normally (laughs) say
0: that whenever they like say something like
1: well i don't want to get sued (laughs) (laughs) but for
0: by megan the stallion by insinuating what if
1: if like a uh somebody who's first time listening is like "Ooh, i'll tune in next week they're getting megan the stallion I, what are they going to sue us for, emotional damages? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Drew, I, I'll have to ch- check with the show. show for the lawyer. record,
0: Drew's sister, like, actively is a lawyer. <laughs> Drew, do you know how much it costs to retain the service of a lawyer, even for, like, a petty civil suit?
1: Well, we're getting a very good deal as a podcast. Because, that is true. Uh, show credit, um, our, our show lawyer is my sister, Kate.
0: <laughs> but just say that to say anybody who wants to like sue us for like libel or something like that, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're going to have very much luck or they, it would cost them tens of thousands of dollars or both.
3: Believe me, I went through it with my public urination trial. Everybody. <laughs> I Okay, Matthew, speaking of weird stuff, wait.
0: I attended a public urination trial for like my <laughs> law and merit badge of Boy Scouts, and it was bizarre. The guy basically just claimed that he... Pissed all at like in nature all the time because he grew up on a farm and Fair they enough. let him walk and I was like hell yeah that rule <laughs> they so, did rule that was the ruling so I don't know if that will Your work Honor, for everybody can
2: take the country out of the boy
0: <laughs> country boys make do even <laughs> in the city um so that, we are not lawyers that is not legal advice but might be worth a try if you've got a good alibi and grew up like in a rural area yeah something to think about. Yeah.
1: Keep that in mind next time you get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to our next episodes
2: for more legal advice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Where we actually will be giving sound legal advice and financial advice. Actually. Um, Yeah.
2: We have a trade outdoor piss
1: NFT. If you guys (laughs) would like to. Did you guys see that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is selling NFTs? No way. God. I
0: I want to hurl myself from the top (laughs) of a building. Parody. That's how you do parody, Drew. Uh, No, I did not. But that does make me kind of shed a tear for the direction humanity's going.
1: CGI videos of like GIFs of like this is of like people people walking with floats. Jesus Christ! They look like it's like the same animation quality as like like bowling alley strike videos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord! Yeah. Just for the record, we are going to become more and more reclusive. The more obsessed <laughs> society becomes with nfts
2: that's just a good barometer that's not the only reason
0: yeah it's just clear. fair enough between that and the metaverse and like vr i'm just like actively disinterested in living on this planet um
1: that reminds me uh i'd like to plug our meta page uh, <laughs> give us a like <laughs>
0: what is the name of it all simc
1: Oh, we actually don't have a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, that's actually Praxis. We're
0: uh, we're rebelling against uh, Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Hey, we're better than you. I yeah. really, I really hope that Facebook has been completely phased out of my life, like two years from now.
0: Oh, Melody and I talk all the time about how we we know past a certain point in our lives, we're just going to stop using social media, other than to like keep it around to check every once in a while, and not like cut off relatives from mm-hmm. using it, but like. I hope in sometime in the next ten years I don't ever check Instagram or Twitter again. Like, wow. I, I could,
1: I, I could, I could keep Twitter and Reddit and be happy. I think. Yeah. But other than that, I, I don't feel very satisfied in the long term using most social media.
0: Yeah.
4: Wow, this is a lot about you, Drew. Yeah, this I'm just a, a good guy, I guess. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're getting kind of far afield from uh, from nature. Let's let's reel it back. Hey, Twitter, tweet.
3: What tweets? Birds. Birds. You know what birds have? Cloacas. Cloakas. You know what that implies? Full circle.
0: The existence of the cloaca implies the existence of the cloacal kiss.
4: <laughs>
0: um, but speaking of birds, seriously, and I know this is me taken point multiple times so we're gonna steer we're, we're gonna switch off a little bit more we're, we're gonna keep the nature ideas flow and i want to <laughs> make sure we're switching off but i just want to say while we're on the topic of birds birds didn't used to be my favorite animals i was a platypus man for many years hey whoa <laughs> i I know hey, a whole generation of phineas and fur mm-hmm. fans are, are also cringy platypus like this it, oh, God, a lot it of was
1: Aglet Knowers. Yeah, like
0: very annoying, like popular loner circa twenty twelve <laughs> energy. But I'm I'm big on birds. I also am a huge fan of the it's Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm in the pocket Whoa, of Big Matthew. Bird. I'm in the pouch it's of cute. Big Bird. We're getting a little political here now. Yeah. Um, I am a huge baseball fan, especially of the Toronto Blue Jays, which is bled over. And kind of um, served as the foundation for just loving bird watching and birds in general. So I can speak the praises of Blue Jays all the live long day. They're really cool. Um, they're one of the prettiest birds. Also a big cardinal guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, just so, ha- a just so happens to, to also be a Major League Baseball team. <laughs> um, I guess I just like all the birds that are also sports teams.
2: I'm a big proponent of woodpeckers myself. I like a woodpecker.
0: I like what is it like the the red crested or like mm-hmm. red what is it Adrian you might know better than me
3: uh there's a downy woodpecker and there's a hairy woodpecker that look pretty similar in a hairy woodpecker you a say? a hairy woodpecker I would say
1: I think that is it the crested woodpecker that's uh like extinct
3: you know I'm not sure there's I really like don't, an extinct
1: uh, type of woodpecker that's often like the we, most common example we talking like woodpecker? woody woodpecker looking yeah I think so but okay. there's there are some around
3: today that still <laughs> they,
0: look like that. They kept getting species. shot because they were being so damn
3: annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. speaking of being damn annoying, and birds, um, beavers, <laughs> no, thespians, actually, <laughs> um, no. So hey, tell um, me about it. Good lord, uh, the European starling is an uh, invasive species that's found in like all of the continental United States, yeah. um, hmm. and it was actually introduced in the late 1800s by a group of thespians that wanted America to have all the birds that Shakespeare ever mentioned. Oh Jesus. Oh and God. so just again proving <laughs> what a detriment to society uh theater nerds are. <laughs> we'll bleep that. <laughs> yeah. But people I think context clues slander should, out should of there help you.
0: Pardon my uh pin clicking I should just keep this open.
4: Wow i know i know we folks we once we
0: <laughs> once we get to the point where we're making a couple hundred mil off of patreon we'll hire an independent editor to do all that <laughs> okay, um,
1: that doesn't dry out as quickly <laughs> yeah but uh
0: until that time i'm going to be clicking my uh a uh, quick plug not a sponsor but pilot uh <laughs> g2.38 uh millimeter pins Love of my life, quite seriously.
3: <laughs> I, honestly, if they did want to sponsor me, I'd let them. Yeah. I'm I more love of
2: them. a Muji 0. .36 millimeter girl myself, but mm. y'all have fun with that. <laughs> mm.
3: I think the 0. .7 millimeter is my favorite.
0: <sighs> too too thick. Too Doesn't dry fast enough for me. Okay. Because I like to write pretty Ooh, small. Yeah. And it smudges quite a bit for me.
3: Man of thickness over Any here. Any
2: lefties in the chat? Any lefties? Boo. Boo.
0: Yeah, we're all God. conservative. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure you can tell.
2: Smudging is a big concern of mine.
0: <laughs> Wait, Melody, you're the only left-handed writer, right? Among us? Yeah, I'm young. Yeah. <laughs> you say so? <sus>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fair criticism. Hey, can we get
0: I'm... a, a four part harmony on uh what's the I'm Mr. Imposter. I'm Mr. Sus, like the no, the I'm Christmas movie this. parody. <laughs> you need to cut this out. The, Melody, the the audience, amazing. the audience is begging for it. You should read the comments. All of our one star reviews are asking for more Among Us. Well, I'm gonna let them
4: keep begging.
0: <laughs> keep begging for From it, people. Let my Prove Melody wrong. Hey, can we get can we get 1,000 thumbs up for Among Us? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't this. have anything to control <laughs>
1: Forcibly segueing? <laughs> I yeah. All right. Okay, um, I, got, I have a talking point. Hit us, Drew. Rivers, lakes, or ocean?
0: Mm, are we doing like a power ranking? Or?
1: Yeah, yeah everybody. everybody, in Strong okay, preferences yeah. towards one of those three bodies of water.
3: What were they again? Rivers, lakes, or ocean. Mm. I will say, just being a country boy. Been around lakes a whole lot. Um, the good swimming, the good eating, <laughs> <laughs> good drinking too. If you are, country boys make bold yeah, hey, enough, if you're swimming enough, you're drinking enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Lake lots of, water that is. Okay, lots of protozoa and such. <laughs> <Yeah>. All them <laughs> bacteria. Um, <laughs> mm, 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 I feel like the I bacteria like... are melting on my tongue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like lakes. I think of as like. Similar to ocean, I think of as, like, special occasion swimming. Yeah. Whereas rivers are more like everyday swimming. Mm.
0: How often are you in a river, Drew?
1: Well, for a while, when I worked at uh, the kayak rental place, I would swim in rivers on, like, a near daily basis. Shout out the sandbar, not
0: a sponsor.
4: See, I,
2: I appreciate a good river. I like looking at a river. I, if I had a choice between those three... The river is the last body of water that I would want to swim in no because way. I'm, it's I'm understandable, like concerned about currents and like mm. riptides, and also there's usually a lot I of love like
1: joy, <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot of slick rocks, um, and I just want to chill. Um, I like a lake. It's just the the easiest. Hey, yeah, it's like a natural pool. Um, lake's just here to please. <laughs> yeah, Lake's just here to please. Oceans bring the party, but sometimes it turns the party a little bit too much. Yeah. um
3: I will say on the natural pool thing, like most of the lakes in Georgia actually aren't uh, natural. If you've oh, ever yeah, noticed, like, true. oh yeah, that like how they're also weird. Yes. Yeah, sh- oh, <laughs> shout, shout out, shout down, Lake Lanier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lake
0: Russell. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, most of them. Uh, y'all know the history of Lake Lanier.
0: I don't think so. Oh, it was a, a they dead flooded the town. Yeah.
3: yeah, no, it was a flooded town. It was uh, after like the antebellum period. Um God, I know there was like a freed slave like community, but uh, they, uh, I think they, like they just forcibly kind of like moved everyone there, and then they flooded the whole town. Like they didn't remove any of the structures, so it's just all there under the water yeah. still. Wow. Like, there,
0: uh, is there like a church down there?
2: Probably, I
3: would yeah. assume. Oh wow,
0: but, um, yeah.
2: I
4: re-
0: I remember some of it was way more visible. God, this is really throwing it back, but like there was. We we were in our formative years for some dark days between the the economy crashing and drought in Georgia. Yeah. Those yeah. were like constants for several oh, yeah. years. Like that's about as close as we've come to what we're going through right now with like COVIDy kind of times yeah. as we've gone through. Man, and we were all alive when 9-11 happened. We truly live in hell, do we not? <laughs> I can't imagine existing before like the year 1990 yeah although world war Two did happen i guess i shouldn't <laughs> I, I shouldn't talk <laughs> oh uh, yeah man
1: it's like existence it, uh... in general is suffering <laughs> yeah huh oh my god
0: you should start a whole school of philosophic thought based around that <laughs> i just
4: might <laughs> hey
0: breaking you're, you're gonna break on through to the other side baby <laughs> um or die trying <laughs> As far as, so it was rivers, lakes, oceans? Yes. I, there is something that I find deeply, like, disturbing, but still, like, very alluring about the ocean. Like, it's very, the ocean is very, I'm not scared of going into the ocean, but thinking about how expansive and deep the ocean gets is very distressing for me. Mm Mm-hmm um so i like i like having a good understanding of what i'm getting into so i'm gonna go rivers i it, yeah. it feels like i can stay on top of a river
1: i feel like river is also just a cool answer because it's like so i I'll, rivers are intimidating you know
0: they can be certainly yeah but
3: no that's like... it's a it's very cool uh what millageville is located on the fall line um in georgia and for those who aren't familiar um georgia's basically segregated into a bunch of physiographic regions Um, that's kind of just based on like the geology and plant type there but the fall line actually sits on where the ancient coastline used to be Mm -hmm. so below it it's really really smooth and the waterways yeah coastal plains but the waterways are really really uh, smooth and you know not a whole lot of rocks and whatnot but as you get further up north um and like right above Millardville and uh macon and columbus and all that uh it gets really rocky and you know you kind of have to have a kayak and white water rafting for all that but it's (laughs) really cool just being on the fall line and physically seeing that transition between like really rocky rapid waters and into Mm -hmm. just a really smooth waterway
0: i will go ahead and say i am an absolute hoe for (laughs) the mountains and like the mountainous part like chattahoochee national forest in north georgia um so i love like, more of the white water kind of experience on a river. Yeah. But there is nothing more calming to me than just a placid, gently flowing, very, like... Yeah. Like, a, hopefully, a fairly, like, winding river. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, just something very pleasant to walk alongside. mm mm-hmm. I'm... Hey, I love a good nature walk, man. Good nature stuff. Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> nature walkman. So that kind of settles the whole body of water debate, um... Scientists, reach out to us with any other questions.
1: Let us know if we missed a body of water type. Yeah. <laughs> we I think didn't those even are talk the... about the Great Lakes.
0: Oh, well, Drew, come on now.
1: It's still a lake, I know, but like
3: they're pretty cool. They're, yeah, oh. I got a cool lake fact. Hey, I hit us. For hit us. Um, so, lakes do something really kind of cool and crazy uh, called a Oh Jesus Christ! It's thermal stratification, Mm. Um, but basically they turn. This is like when you uh,
0: when you're swimming and you hit a warm patch, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, no, it is basically. Um, Uh, I was just kidding. I was making a piss joke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is. It is related to that, though. So basically, you know, if you're kind of just skinny dipping in the middle of the summer, um, you'll notice that you know the top of the water is really, really warm, and then as you go further down, you're gonna like hit a patch of super cold water like yes. super quick mm-hmm. um and then as you get further and further down it just gets even colder um but basically what happens is in the fall that like a uh, thermal radiation from the sun is not heating up the top of it so as the water cools it mm-hmm. actually pushes downwards and cycles that cold water that was sitting on the bottom it pushes it upwards so basically you get oh. an upwelling or a mixing of the lake and you can actually see this when like the lake will just mysteriously turn really murky, like in the fall. But it's actually just because that water's pushing all that sediment up. But um, what will happen is when it gets really, really cold in the winter, that um, water that's on top of the lake is going to supposedly freeze and get down to zero degrees. That's why
1: it's not frozen under. Yeah,
3: exactly. So it's not frozen under because the water that's underneath it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the water underneath it is still – it sits at four degrees Celsius because that's actually – the densest water can be. Um, And so the ice that's on top of it is less dense since it sits at zero degrees. And so it just stays like that, supporting the life uh, through the winter. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, and it does that every single uh, year. It'll cycle out through that.
1: I bet that's the worst time of year to be a fish. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, though, I freaking love science. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Science is freaking awesome.
1: (laughs) You should create a Facebook.
0: I think so. A Man, we're age. gonna we're gonna be so rich off of all these new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Whose turn is it? I think uh, maybe Matthew, either Drew or Melodies.
1: No, Matthew, you're the only one that hasn't provided a talking point. Oh.
0: I think well, I was kind of talking when I was talking about birds and like Cardinals and Blue Jays. Oh okay. But yeah, I can go ahead and give another one which sure. is Um I have a new favorite animal, I think. Um yeah, yeah. and if y'all have never seen it. I think Adrian is probably... I've shown it to Melody by virtue of me liking it and us living together. And Adrian, you might know about it, but it's in the same family as um, Blue Jays, which I think is like Cristata or like... Cy- I, Cy- I don't know. I'm not... Hey, I'm no bird expert. <laughs> no Latin expert neither. Um, but the name of the bird, is the common name is Stellar's Jay. And it's basically... Like a Pokemon. It, it it looks like a blue jay, but the entire like bottom like two thirds of it is just jet black and the head is like this really deep, like shiny, kind of almost like pearlescent blue. And it just fades from black into this really beautiful deep Whoa. blue.
1: That looks like a Pokemon.
3: That is so beautiful.
0: They, that looks like
1: the middle evolution before like Quirginite. they.
0: They are pretty much only native to the American Southwest, but they—if—if if y'all listeners have not seen a Stellar's Jay, um, look it up. Yeah, it is—it is just magnificent looking.
2: Or if you see anywhere you live, send pictures. Yeah, send them in. Yeah. Post a
0: comment and a five-star review, yes. and give us money, and post a picture of a Stellar's Jay. <laughs> <laughs> really, all of the above, if you don't mind. But yeah, I would like to learn again. Like I'm—I have been inspired to get more into bird watching like i want to get a field guide and binoculars and one of those cool vests i (laughs) can
1: i could get into birding pretty easily i think
0: it is i think the the um the vegetarians hunting (laughs) basically well drew like you've talked about fishing and how you've kind of discovered an enjoyment for not just the act but also the kind of like cultural act of fishing it's not just about the actual catching of a fish but about kind of the environment you do it in who you're with what you're like just like listening to music and yeah i'm not
1: trying to be the most efficient fisherman possible exactly
0: (laughs) hunting i think for so many people and like i don't eat most meat so i'm not like super sympathetic to the desire to like want to kill animals yeah um but i think for a lot of people and this gets misunderstood it's about having an opportunity to just go somewhere very still and to just kind of like it's not necessarily communing with nature if you're shooting things with rifles, but like I think it's some people's approximation of that. And yeah. I would like for my version of that to become bird watching mm-hmm. because it is just such an opportunity to just immerse yourself in nature and just be very quiet and just appreciate what you see and try and just like it is kind of like. Playing Pokemon, where you're just hoping mm. that you'll come across something very, very cool and beautiful.
1: I mean, it's just like collecting, also. Yeah, like, and I am which... such a collector
0: of things. <laughs> I collect like records and baseball cards. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to collect pictures of cool birds that I saw. That would yeah, be that would be, be so nice. much fun. Um. So yeah, that's let us, uh Let us know if you Stella's want J. us to
1: start a birding pod.
0: Hey, I w- that could be our outdoor podcast. That'd we could fun. get some like budget like stuff that we don't mind getting messed up being in the elements and like i actually have a couple of crappy microphones we could Mm -hmm. use for that something to think about for sure
1: you can use an old laptop or something yeah nice hey
0: big things coming in the uh, olifonts motorcycle club podcast universe stay tuned hey adrian maybe you could even uh be our field guide sometimes yeah that'd be fun
3: nice yeah that is one of my favorite things is just uh field id like what you guys are talking about just going and sitting and seriously just looking at what's around like i said with the orchids like you know i had seen those little goofy leaves for about two years before i actually knew what it was and yeah. when i actually saw it it was one of the most beautiful things i'd ever seen it was so incredible yeah that's awesome this is sort
1: of unrelated but it got me thinking about uh like birding manuals and stuff like that like with IDing and like but i'm specifically older ones that have like hand-drawn illustrations and stuff like yeah. that adrian i feel like you have a lot of those where do you get those
3: um so i eBay? find some just at thrift stores. some uh ebay is a really good one to get cheap ones mm-hmm.
1: um and this isn't just for, about birding. yeah
3: yeah i have a i honestly have a decent collection of field guides i have a few that are just really native trees of georgia i have one that's uh <laughs> the grasses of georgia i'm pretty lame <laughs> but i have one that's basically a photographic atlas of botany yeah and it basically it's just like going what you're talking about with like uh bird families um and sorry to correct you but it's Corvidae is the bird family for the jays um but basically it kind of just breaks it down into families so you can kind of go wherever in the world and if you know about that family you can kind of just narrow it down yeah. so that was one of my favorite parts um I've just my education was just kind of learning about systematics and how to even if you don't really know something specific you can just use those tools to try to identify something really yeah. but yeah I get a lot of my field guys just kind of eclectically yeah. nice i so you have to like go to a store i'm guessing <laughs> yeah sadly Dang.
0: i have been frustrated so far because it seems like a the best way to go is to get a guide that's pretty specific to at least like a general region of the country but Also, I think the ones that are like actually best for identification, if you're seeing something you're not sure about, are more on more heavy on the like dichotomous key side of things and less so on the picture (laughs) side of things, which for someone who's not very well versed in like the physiology of birds and the names of all the different Mm -hmm. like uh, physical features, it's like oh, like, I think I just need to take a picture of the pretty bird and figure out later. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's definitely a little intimidating. Um, And that's actually like, uh, in all the ology classes I've taken, like entomology or ornithology, we usually start with like anatomy and uh, mm-hmm. the evolution and kind of systematics. Because yeah. that really is kind of the most encumbersome part is, you know, it's kind of hard to start talking about these things if you can't, use the lingo that's used to talk about it you yeah. know i don't know what the hell a cloaca is if i didn't listen to this podcast um <laughs> but um and adrian lied to you yeah, so yeah i just lied so you better look that up um no but uh it, it really is a uh, liar <laughs> uh, no but uh it really is kind of it feels like you're taking a leap of faith sometimes and like mushrooms are one of those things for me like i've never had any formal education on like uh, mushroom foraging or just mushroom identification in general so that was a little bit of leap of faith i had to take um and like no amount of youtube videos that were just like oh here's the common mushrooms in georgia were like really helping me Mm -hmm. and it was because i wasn't really learning those basic uh just anatomical like skills like you know where the gills look like where the spores look like and how do you identify these things not yeah with someone just there kind Not of telling you what it looks what like
1: a whole set of features yes
3: yeah. and that's the hard part too is um a hey, something we scientists like to call phenotypic plasticity uh which really just means things look different <laughs> so you know one mushroom English man saying, <laughs> please <laughs> but like you know just the people uh we are all homo sapiens but none of us look really super alike uh, same thing happens in the natural world even though something has the exact same gene sequence just through living an organism is going to look a little bit different yeah. from something in the exact same species. So you kind of have I mean, to I use
0: don't... process of elimination rather than memorization. Yeah. Exactly. Say. Like you just go down the list of features until you're like, yeah. I'm broadly sure that, I mean, it's, it's how classification works. It's like, you just work your way down, like to levels of specificity. Yeah. So you can always be relatively certain, even if you're not a hundred percent certain.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's like, um, You know, I could say with confidence that maybe I don't know what that seller's J is exactly, but just because of the feature of uh, the corvidae family, I could probably confidently say that oh, I think this is a corvid. You know, is related to ravens and crows and whatnot. Even if I don't know the exact species, I can still know some general things about that organism.
1: Infer things that are likely based on what you know about other version or other members of that family.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I think. That is a good a spot as any to uh, move to our next talking point. Uh, Drew or Melody, did either of y'all want to hit us with one? Um, give us a hot take, Melody. Hot take, hot, <laughs> burning take? hot, flaming.
4: Um, Sizz-
2: s- ouch. <laughs> um, the complex relationship with the sun. Mm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um.
0: Elaborate?
2: (laughs) I hate the cold, but I'm very scared of being sunburned.
0: Mm. Yeah, you do have somewhat sensitive skin.
2: Yeah, I have like extremely fair skin, and I've gotten some gnarly sunburns before, Mm. so to speak. Especially because I've been on... um, (laughs) She was just constantly tanning. No. (laughs) For those that know...
0: A lovely bronze.
2: (laughs) No, I am paler than a white sheet my skin is like translucent because of how (laughs) pale i am um for those that know i've done uh accutane twice two separate times and that like especially while you're on it you are like hypersensitive to the sun but it has Mm. like a long lasting impact too so i'm just like hyper conscious of um too much sun exposure but that makes it difficult for me to like want to go outside sometimes. So like I was saying, I um I love being outside, but I like limit the
1: amount of time that I spend
2: mm-hmm. outside just to avoid too much sun.
1: Do you find yourself trying to be outside in like shady? Yeah, 100%. Environments more often yeah. Um of
2: that? I would definitely say that my favorite thing to do like in terms of the outdoors is go hiking in like pretty heavily wooded areas. Nice. Um same here. I um Yeah I get that.
0: My skin is not super sensitive, but I would say guaranteed, no matter how much sunscreen I use, if I'm outside for longer than about two and a half hours, I'm gonna start to get pretty red. Um but if I didn't get sunburned, I would never stay indoors ever again.
4: <laughs>
0: like, seriously, I like being outside that much more, but I actively don't do it because, yeah, like because of the threat of being sunburned. That's how I know there's not a god. <laughs> it's like, we have been forsaken. We're not allowed to be animals anymore.
3: <laughs> I learned something uh, a Natural Sunscreen. This is kind of crazy. I was just watching a documentary about the Great Barrier Reef, I and... Was- uh, It was saying that like when the low tides come in and the coral were kind of exposed, they would actually secrete like a mucus um, in order to like sunscreen themselves. Basically, cool. Yeah, it was really gross to watch. Though I will say it was very Uh. snotty looking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Yummy mucus.
1: I don't. I don't understand how coral works as an organism. It's like I know that there is it. So there are polyps, and like each coral sort of like cell. Or it corals like a colony? Yeah, yeah. So is each polyp a like an individual organism with like a hive mind or hive mind?
4: Well,
3: <laughs> that is a good question. I guess that the it would depend on how you define like a colonial organism. Cause I would say that they're all each individual. Well, they were like tricorner
0: hats, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. log cabins,
3: yeah. very loyal to the East India company. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but basically the way the coral works is you, you're right. It's like a polyp is basically the organism and it kind of just looks like a upside down, um, jellyfish basically. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. they live inside these calcium carbonate, uh, structures that we call the coral um, and so the way the that the hard
1: part of
3: the coral, the hard part of the coral, and the way that they actually produce this is there's a lot of symbiotic relationships going on. Um, but basically, inside the coral's uh, little filaments or arm things, they have these uh, zooxanthellae, which are photosynthetic organisms that basically huh. convert light energy into um, metabolic energy for the polyps, and so it I allows think. them. Yeah, food and it allows them to take in calcium um, from the ocean and it synthesize it inside their bodies to build that coral uh, structure so um, it's actually thanks to like the zoos and that the coral are even to body like that yeah um, mm-hmm. but part of the reason that coral bleaching is such a detrimental effect is um, when those zoos and leave the coral uh, when just conditions are not favorable like it's too salty the pH is too mm-hmm. high or low or the temperature is not right. Mm-hmm. Um, the polyps are not able to produce that energy anymore, so they can't keep growing the coral. And the okay. color actually leaves, because all yeah. the colorful uh, uh, pigmentations are caused by those oh. daily, which is why it leaves it white and dead, basically. Nice. I mean, you
0: think nice, that's that nice? <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, we've got, a, <laughs> we've got a reverse eco-terrorist on our hands, like an actual eco-terrorist. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely try and cancel drew on twitter at drew felt um for his frankly shocking stance on coral bleaching i
1: won't back down
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is your hottest of hot takes well speaking of hot takes drew do you have any natural hot takes
1: uh yeah snapping turtles cool but menacing
0: that's that's a fair assessment
3: don't burn
0: yourself on this tea sis (laughs)
3: I knew someone who had the tip of their finger bitten off by a snapping oh, turtle. Those things are crazy.
1: They like they will lunge. Have you seen a, sna- a big snapping turtle lunge at somebody before? Oh
3: god, no. I just in like videos, but I do know that they're like way more aggressive on land than they are in water. Thank God.
1: <laughs> one time there was one in the back of a pickup truck at our high school, and it uh, why because somebody had picked it up. Who? <laughs> Oh, I guess we
0: can't name names on here. <laughs> Let's dox them. Where do they live, Drew? Tell me.
1: Um and yeah, that people were just looking in the back and our high school principal almost got his nose taken off. Oh my
4: god.
0: <laughs> that is that's wild. Wild yeah, and crazy.
4: it's crazy. Gotta
0: say. Um any other hot takes by chance? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I don't have a hot take, but I have a question. Hit us. Um, what are y'all's, like, natural world fears? Like, I have gotten better mm. about it, um, for example, but, like, for most of my life, I have been, like, incredibly afraid of sharks, to the point that, mm. like, when I was a kid, if there was even just, like, shark imagery in something that we were doing in school, I would, like, bring myself to tears over it because i would be so scared
0: then like all those radical like flame and shark notebook covers yeah what
1: about baby shark (laughs) the very same (laughs) well no thoughts (laughs) no comments on baby shark
2: i i i I lived in uh, blissful ignorance of baby shark until uh, fairly recently, so I can't give too much of a hot take on that.
0: She okay. didn't sleep for weeks, so it was a regular <laughs> Freddy Krueger situation. I mean, I know it, I made it sound like I was scared of the ocean earlier. I'm not really scared necessarily. It's just like, oh, it's like, whoa, like you kind of become wide-eyed at just the scale. It's kind of like thinking yeah. about the... Like, thinking about the scale of the universe is fascinating. And, like, scary because, like, it's, it's like, like incomprehensible. Yeah, it's, it's just overwhelming. As far as, like, actual fears, I will flail like i'm being killed if like any size bug lands on me <laughs> it's not a fear of them but it's like a physical reaction like and yeah. that's how i know that like for a be- bit that's about as close as i can call something like to to fear i guess mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to be crawled on mm-hmm. it's just yeah. that sensation is no no bueno spiders yeah, really, really yeah. any kind of insect.
3: I was gonna say mine is probably uh, spiders and ticks, which are related. Um, mm. <laughs> if, believe it or not, so it's, it's the whole family that just messes me up. But if this hey, is you, a big possum guy, then possum. Yeah, I am a big possum guy. Do they eat spiders? We or love eaters. Hey, really? oh, ticks. That is what it is. You're really? not a big
0: possum guy. You're a human. <laughs> we keep trying to tell you, buddy.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting. Um, but no, I seriously. It, this was like spurred by an awful event where I got like i swear to god it must have been over 100 seed ticks on me Ooh, um right. and took three showers and two people picking them off of me for an hour to get them off yeah um that was pretty horrifying to be completely <laughs> honest so i yeah. do have a healthy fear of ticks
0: yeah i my grandpa when he was hiking the Appalachian trail he got lyme disease um, which sounds awful um the original havana syndrome <laughs> but yeah like i ticks mosquitoes spiders it's like not a fear of something bad happening to me like immediately it's like what they could do to me without me even knowing they were there Mm -hmm. like i think i that's how i know i have control issues it's like i don't (laughs) like things i can't see you know what i mean i don't trust them um like, Not uh,
3: too well in microbiology.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a lion. It's like, yeah, I, I suppose I'm afraid of being mauled by a lion, but when am I going to be mauled by a you lion? You can
1: do a pretty good job at, uh, in the, most of your life just avoiding that yeah, entirely. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas
0: like, even just walking around, like, you could get stung by a st- Like, You know what I was terrified of when I was little? There was a Discovery Channel thing that was about this kind of snail that lives in a, a conch. Comp- um like i think it's off the coast of like brazil where it's like it'll like it can sting you and kill you and it's like that or like flesh-eating bacteria it's like yeah that's i would be so pissed if i died because i just (laughs) fell in some water are you kidding me (laughs) i would much rather get my arm bitten off by a bear or something Uh at least that i could be like okay that is definitely what happened yeah yeah (laughs) oh man melody doesn't like being the idea of being chased yeah
2: Oh, yeah, f- that. Oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> we'll believe it. I will admit that is a horrifying notion.
2: It's just, like, ultimate anxiety.
3: God, I remember when Drew chased me. That was not fun. <laughs> Wait, is it
0: because you, like, purple-nurpled him?
3: Yeah, with, like, a spatula. With tongs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. tongs. Drew, hey, I would be...
0: I'm with you. I would.
1: I'm thinking about chasing you right now, Adrian. <laughs>
3: bringing up uh old oh, wounds, old wounds. <laughs> still purple nurples <laughs> drew did you say your fear
1: um i was trying to think of one he's not really afraid of anything you know yeah
0: you're kind of <laughs> real man of steel over here yeah a real stoic gentleman
1: <laughs> i think because i can't think of anything more specific i'll go with the classic bot flies oh man I... That sounds horrible to me. I don't want to experience that. Yeah,
0: anything laying eggs or like embedding Any itself parasite. In me, I yeah. think is safe hey, to hey, say. Hey, what's going on with all this parasitism? I give me mutualism or even uh, what's Tell the middle it. one commensalism?
1: <laughs> yeah. People one is just indifferent about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's commensalist I think that's right. Yeah. I help out
1: people I had a with a foldable in life science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh no! The nice. thing, it, things really do ham uh, go ham with the parasitism. Like it, it is hyper specific sometimes. Y'all. Yeah. Like there's like wasps that will parasitize. There's so other many wasps. wasps. Yeah. Like it is so. Wa- oh no, there are so many wasps. Um, that's how all figs are pollinated by wasps. Yeah. Like uh, each individual fig, that had like a little wasp just gope inside it to pollinate it. Um, that's wild. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. It really makes you rethink
1: those Newtons. Yeah. Yeah, no, but what was uh, the cost <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: how many wasp have to die in service of this <laughs> oh man well before we wrap it up any any closing nature thoughts hot takes we can go we can do speed round just round robin adrian you want to hit somebody with one
3: yeah sure um i know a lot of people are afraid of cottonmouth snakes um just because they are scary And they look like water snakes, and I was always warned that when I was in the water, stay away from those kind of things. But turns out most water snakes are not venomous, and really the only one that's going to be around the water is the cottonmouth. Mm. And sadly, it's kind of hard to ID them, but you really ID them based on their behavior. So if you're approaching a water snake, it's most of the time going to go away from you. Yeah, But cottonmouths will stand their ground um and yeah so um pretty much any time a snake is getting real they're defensive big you want to get away from it
0: they're big fans of the second amendment yeah
3: yeah no seriously um,
0: um that's they that one that flag that... with the yellow
3: <laughs> yeah they, they were the inspiration no but uh and obviously the their name cottonmouth because when they open their jaw you can see that bright white uh, yeah. inside of their mouth mm. but that's yeah, my one cool snake fact i guess
1: yeah nice <laughs> yeah drew you got one um mangroves are cool yeah mangroves are cool cool uh distribution throughout the world i feel like
3: yeah mm-hmm. it's actually really sad that they're very very important ecosystems that are very very like uh threatened but they actually uh really like uh hold a lot of the sediment in from the mainland mm-hmm. like um it stops all of that like soil from washing straight out into the yeah. ocean basically so when we yeah. get rid of mangroves um it's just awful for erosion Well, they're adding them to Minecraft, so... Oh, that should help. That should help. That
1: should help. help. What if we aren't getting rid of them, we're just uploading them to the simulation?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for maintaining mangroves
4: in the metaverse.
0: (laughs) All right, Melody, what you got?
2: Um, I'm going to wrap this up by describing a natural experience I've not yet had, but would like to, Mm. I suppose. Interesting. Um, I know I went on... um, Well, I wouldn't really call it a rant, but I spoke earlier about how I prefer to avoid the sun because I'm low-key a little scared of it um, and overexposure, (laughs) and I like to be in the forest and that sort of thing. That being said, I'm extremely interested in visiting um, the desert, Mm. especially like the southwest, like... I would really like to see some desert landscapes. I just am very like mm-hmm. visually enticed by that i am very curious about the wildlife there. I know it's kind of um private I mean all wildlife is or in terms of like animals and things, but I'm just like that's that's a terrain that is very unfamiliar for me, so I'm very yeah. curious to see at some point um and would like to make yeah. an
1: effort to yeah
0: and- have have any of us been to a desert before?
4: Not the.
1: I have def- not. I've been to Utah, but not the desert part. Hey. Utah is a desert. Cultural <laughs>
3: desert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was
0: about to say, I've been in some food deserts. I have my share of desserts. Um, you know, pumpkin pie, pecan pie. Yeah, I would also really like to go to the desert. I feel like, you know, it's it's dry heat, you know?
3: Um, <laughs> it's dry, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It's just the humidity here is really what kills me. I, even if it was 102, if it was that dry heat,
1: I think I would do okay.
3: Should I be bad? Should I go see some dry heat? <laughs> should, should I have some humidity? Should I be bad? Just a little bit.
0: <laughs> no, I would really love to see some deserts. I I have a feeling, based on how much I like the vibe of like the sandy part of a beach. Hey, oh,
1: I hate sand. I'd like to go to a desert like the kind in the Southwest, though, where it's not like sand dunes. Mm-hmm. It's like clay. I'm a regular Anakin Skywalker. With I was about days. to say <laughs> how much I hate sand. <laughs> wow! I'd like to see some. I'd go to like this like the sand duney deserts as well. Honestly, that'd be fun.
0: We're actually uh we're getting Hayden Christensen on the pod the week after yeah. next.
1: After with Mick and the stop, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we also went to college with him. <laughs> um... I guess, in terms of closing it out, this is okay. So, this is kind of a hot take. Drew, your girlfriend, Elena, would have a cow if she were here. And Adrian, maybe you will too. I am a sap for Kudzu. I, like know. Girl, <laughs> I know, I girl. Why? I know, girl. Literally, why? <laughs> I just like the way a telephone pole covered in cussing looks. <laughs> yeah, okay,
3: kind of... there are so many native vines that like would look so much prettier. <laughs> I like, know, like I angel know. trumpets. Oh my god, there's literally like native uh, honeysuckle that y'all never see because it's just the Japanese one. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I I agree that there, there's a certain mystique to like. And having that's, architecture covered in and foliage. it's not to
0: say that i wouldn't enjoy one of those more i probably would it's just that
3: the cultural
1: relevance that it has in pretty much i would assume all of our lives just as like it has a very specific role in shaping how we think of
3: the south yeah you know mm-hmm. no it is a it is a very pervasive plant um and i, I will say that lots of people have Yes. relationships with them just because you grow up in the south you see kudzu everywhere and i actually learned within the last year that kudzu is edible yeah uh, um, i think
1: I and i've fed it to some cows before
3: yeah they the, very they'll, happy um, about it. they'll actually graze just the top parts because they know that's the most nutritious um, oh, and that's actually what that's you're that's supposed cute. to grab too uh, it's just like the new you know what i've
0: got a solution leans. kill two birds with one stone like appreciate kudzu but also like take care of the level of invasiveness
4: mm-hmm.
0: we need to get you know, y'all familiar with uh, the Chomp Squad, as I like to call it? I think it's, it's actually it's really it like, it's really gnome called
1: Chomsky. Yeah, Noam cool. Chomsky. He he really <laughs>
0: enjoys eating katsu dishes. No, um, UGA has. So we we are in Athens right now, as you may remember um, from a, the first couple of episodes. I think we mentioned this is where we've been recording. Um, UGA has a crew of goats that they'll let in and enclosed spaces to just eat the undergrowth um mm. inc- including i think one of the m- more common things that it eats is kudzu um hey let's have both i want to see more goats eating stuff on my on my day to day
1: like no, i'd like to have some some goats to do that it's very true just it's set them loose somewhere <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> no it's it's just crazy you would not imagine the billions and billions of dollars that uh plants like invasive plants do to infrastructure here mm-hmm. um so it is crazy we do need more like practical solutions like send a team of goats out you know to just cut it back but it's so hard just chomp, <laughs> chomp squad, baby. Chomp squad. Um, but like honestly this sounds kind of stupid but people need to join the chomp squad too like you know if you just see kudzu like it's not gonna hurt to like just rip it down hey maybe um, that
2: could be what you call your fans
3: yeah the, the chomp, chomp squad. squad chomp
2: squad yeah. up chompers um,
0: we're gonna need to be able to connect to the lord of the rings somehow <laughs> yeah. which hey, we'll, we hey can, they we do like it. to eat yeah 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 hey Much i i have out. been called within the last 24 hours the mouth of the south so <laughs> if anyone wants to be a devotee you can be a fellow chomp squatter. squat <laughs> Squatty.
2: I personally prefer Pylon of the uh, 80s new ways. What? Devo.
4: Yeah, Devo yeah, yeah. te- T. That, that was a little bit of a
0: down. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to really mess with the levels on that one. So hopefully my, by the time anybody RSV hears this. In, I was like, get by the mic. So just for the record... I will probably say something up top if I'm not able to edit this in a tip top shape, but we are really making do with four people and two mics. So there might be some big swings in volume and Adrian just served you up one on a silver platter. This man went from a foot and a half from the mic to an inch. Rest in
2: peace to headphone listeners.
0: Yeah.
3: You know what? I'm I'm actually gonna bass boost just that one second. when oh. devo's on the record you have to boost it hey also
0: real quick not natural but definitely a hot take anyone whose favorite devo song is "Whip it fools girl you want is their best song <laughs> by a mile i will die on that hill any day of the week
1: hey save that for talking point 80s music
0: that's what i'm saying
4: Ooh. <laughs> next episode <laughs> with well, megan <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd like to hear your thoughts on it,
0: honestly. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our talking points for today. Um, thank you to Melody and Adrian for being on. Before we give our plugs, do y'all want to let the people know where to find you if they're interested?
2: Um, I mostly hang out on TikTok these days. You can find me <laughs> at my uh, my handle is chloe7ye account.
0: Uh, You might need to spell that. Well, we can put it in the show description. Hey,
2: if they don't know,
4: they don't know. At this point, Melody, the The dolls dolls are the dolls. (laughs) That's
0: for all the... uh, Who actually... Who's the the queen that says that? That was the Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to have uh, a drag race episode. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Adrian, Melody, y'all be invited back for that one. (laughs) (laughs) uh but like i said we'll link that in the show description uh adrian where can the people find you
3: uh i occasionally post some nature content on my instagram at adrian free that's a d r i n f r e e um if you can't find it you don't deserve it so and what was yep.
0: that Twitter account you, said, you you mentioned earlier? I do
3: have a pretty filthy Twitter account as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, at Arden Flea, so that uh, job hiring cannot find me. But that's A-R-D-I-N underscore F-L-E-A. Nice. And so uh, one more time, his name is Adrian Flea. <laughs> yeah, Arden Flea, thank you. <laughs> Basis for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, but let me know if you have any cool science questions. I'd love to answer them.
0: And We might, uh, might have you back as a rotating on... Uh... I naturalist, but in human form. Yeah,
3: I'd love to. I love talking about nature and you I naturalist
1: help. more like my naturalist. Whoa. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, Drew. You want to take it home with our plugs?
1: Yeah, if you like the show and want to find out more, you can check out our Instagram at Olifonse underscore MC. Um you can email us at Olifonts club at gmail.com. Our YouTube channel is olifonts Motorcycle Club. Um my Twitter is at Drew Felt, and Matthews is at mute underscore Matthew. You got it. Um, all of that will be linked in the description, including uh, Adrian and Melody's uh, Instagram er, information <laughs> as well. He's still learning,
0: folks. Give him some, cut him some slack.
1: Um, but yeah,
0: righty, y'all. Well, thank you so much again for yeah, joining thanks. us. This has been Olyphant's Motorcycle Club, episode seven.
1: Yep we'll be we'll be back to Lord of the Rings next week, probably.
0: Alrighty, y'all. Have a good one.
1: Bye.